bruce willis was dead the whole time there were two killers luke that's your daddy the robot did it snake was a good guy he really wasn't cheating they was in purgatory the whole time what everybody dies verbal kent is kaiser so say they killed old yellow oh my god everybody in this tyler perry movie got aids spoiled movie reviews hey welcome to another episode of sport movie reviews i'm your host rod joined as always by my co-host karen and we are live kind of we're recording with crowdcast but we're not in the same location through the magic of the internet i'm in new york and karen's still home i'm in charlotte north carolina yeah so um you know what we do we review movies uh normally we get to see these kind of movies together but and we have really been looking mm-hmm. forward to seeing this one, um, but just uh, timing-wise, yes. we weren't able to see it together, but we did see it on the same day. Um, the movie is Avatar The Way of Water. Um, for those that don't know about sport movie reviews, it's your first time listening. This is for people who've seen the movie, don't ever plan on seeing the movie, or don't care about us spoiling it because we're going to spoil the movie. Um, and we talk about what we like, what we don't like, and then we score from zero to five. Uh, we also will get into your comments that you left on previous movie reviews. But first and foremost, we got to talk mm-hmm. about, you know, we went to the actual theater. Karen, how was your trip to the theater today? Yay! My trip to the theater was good. Um, Because this movie was so long, I was like, I don't want it. To, I was like, it, I don't want to take a chunk of my day. I was mm-hmm. like, I, I just can't because three hours is a very not trying to find it's a very long period of time to oh, kind yeah. of box out of your day versus a normal like hour and a half, maybe two hours. Mm-hmm. So when I had went to go look, I was like, I want to do something early. I want to do some of the first showings, mm-hmm. and you know the AMC that we normally go to, they start like at ten thirty. And, you know, them bitches do like a 30-minute preview. I was like, well, shit, the bitch ain't going to start till 11. Mm-hmm. But I went ahead and got it because I was like, okay, that's decent. And then I seen the smaller one we go to was like, we're going to do it at 9. I was like, I don't feel like getting up there early. Mm-hmm. But, bitch, I woke up at 7. I was like, fuck that. <laughs> I canceled that 10.30. I was like, well, I have my, my black ass there by 9. So mm-hmm. <laughs> I was like, no. Because I was just thinking how long it was going to be. I was like, well, if I'm there at 9, I was like, you know, 12, 12, 30, I'll be out. You know, yeah. I just think about the timing wise. It would just be easier for me. I tell funny. Now, if I was with you, I probably wouldn't have worried about it, particularly going by myself and stuff. Yeah. I was like, I, you know, I get in there early and, you know, I get back early, you mm-hmm. know, and it's not take up a, you know, the chunk of my day or the middle of my day, particularly on the weekend when people, you know, busy moving around and stuff. Yeah. And, I like uh, going to the theater so what early I did was, too. Um, because, uh, you can kind of get over with get get on with the rest of your day and with the, with the longer movie it's like i'm i'm fresh i'm you know i'm awake or right. waking up as a movie is going on as opposed to you know like i, I had a friend right. that said he was gonna go see avatar at midnight and i was just like i can't even what on earth would i do that for <laughs> right i was like i was not getting tired that's another reason i was like as the day progressed on i was like i could see me going to sleep taking a nap watching video game you know and just getting tired and be like i don't feel like going so that's why i said if i did it first thing in the morning i know i will be more because i'm a morning person anyway so i said i'd be more apt to be up and alert and moving around and um because i went so early i was like well you know i went 
um i was it was like seven something so i was like you know what don't start till nine i'll go get me some breakfast so i was trying to figure out what i wanted to eat for breakfast and i ended up going to amelie's yeah uh uh and it was really really good they had some beef stroganoff i got me a a, a, a sandwich and some uh apple cider not apple cider but a uh, apple yeah apple cider um which was really really good so beef stroganoff I, in the morning uh, got that yeah, yeah, I know they 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 said we got soup. I was like, we're gonna soup you guys. She and the soup was actually really really good. It was warm because I was cold. Okay, so, <laughs> I know that's a combo, y'all. A little breakfast soup. No, like, what the hell, Karen? You know, people like a little breakfast <laughs> yes, soup. Nothing like wrong with that. Bre- <laughs> yes, I was like breakfast soup with a sandwich and some apple cider, which was warm and had like a whipped cream and stuff on it. Yeah. So I um. Got that to go and uh, 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 you know, oh. it wasn't long, so I just sat in my car for about a few minutes and ate it. Go ahead, you know, it just reco- occurred to me I can refresh on my side, <clears throat> my side. Maybe I'm the one causing the delay. Um, so let me, I'm gonna pause okay. it, I'm gonna pause it real quick. All right, so I think we fixed the delay, so uh, shout out <laughs> to that. Um, uh, I'm sorry, was, were you done with your thing? I was about to t- talk about mine real quick. Oh, no problem, no problem. Yeah, that's gonna say, and uh. Uh, uh, ate breakfast and went in there, and uh, then uh, I like M and M's, so I had I got me a packet of M and M's. Was I kind of chewed on? Yeah, with my was mask. it, was <laughs> it crowded? Some water. Was it crowded uh, or? Uh-uh. No, that's one reason why I picked the nine thirty right. in the morning because like ain't no ain't nobody gonna be in this bitch at nine thirty in the morning. Right. And then the way you know the way that movie theater is, it's reverse of the other one we go to. Mm-hmm. So instead of me being the front of the theater, I was all the way in the back. So with nobody yeah. beside me, it was me in the handicapped seat, and I was like, ain't nobody gonna get this bitch. So I was sitting by myself. I was over in the corner. <clears throat> away from everybody so i didn't mind you know snacking on my m&ms and drinking a little bit of water but i did keep my mask on but it wasn't a lot of people in there and i only think it was 10 people in the theater that that early in the morning yeah. but uh, uh one thing about one of the theaters the one we normally go to the like the 10 45 ones are completely sold out with several shows that are Damn. completely sold out and i was like i don't want to go out to a sold out show much... so that's why that's another reason why i wanted to pick something early in the morning i wonder how much money this movie's gonna make it's gonna be interesting to see um as far as me, uh, I woke up later than you, so I just uh, was like, I didn't, you know, I've been kind of tired and working all week, so I was like, I'll just get go right. when I wake up and feel like I'm ready to do something, and so I saw a showing, uh, it, it was like about a 15-minute walk from here to get to the Times Square movie theaters, and so I went, I saw a, a Regal showing that was like 110, and I said, okay, cool. That's a good time. And they had a 40X, all that stuff there. But I didn't want the 40X. So I scrolled down to like another show and then picked 110. Um, What's that? 40X is when you get jostled around. They shoot water on you. Uh, they oh, wind blows okay, in your face. Okay, okay, that one. Yeah, there's wind okay. in the back of the yeah, legs Yeah, I'm not trying to find it. Most of mo- most of that isn't worth it unless they really invest the money into it. You did this before? You did a 40X? Yes, okay. uh, was it was it Captain? Mar- it was one Captain of the Marvel? movies yeah. I went to go see in. No, 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 I didn't go. Was it? Oh. Was it that Fast and Furious? Was something I went to go see mm. in that? I think you seen in Captain Marvel. I didn't get yeah. to go see it in Captain Marvel. Okay. And you were saying you were telling me how good it was. Like, yeah, probably because they invested the money to make it respond. Yeah, I think we saw. To made it the funny. We saw Fast and Furious and Forty X. I think me and you. I think. Right, and, and most of the time I've realized. Uh, 
they don't do it right. Like it's you might as well send a regular ass seat. You know what I'm saying? It's like well, okay, just, y'all got this as a gift. That's not the problem. Five, ten more extra dollars. That's not the problem for me. It's it jostles you around too much. It it there's no real. It's like a seatbelt kind of situation going on. It's it just to me kind of yeah. takes me out of the movie with the like like roller coaster kind of like hard jostles. It's not really a, a, a intuitive. It doesn't really feel to me like I'm in the movie. It just feels like I'm watching the movie and then somebody spray me with some water. But um, for me, so I didn't want to go <laughs> to 4DX. So I went to uh, so I picked a different screener. But then I got there and it turns out it was 2D. And I reached for the two D. I said, "Where's oh, the two D?" Just, just, yeah, I, I said, ass, "Where's the?" <laughs> I asked the dude. I said, "Where's the three D glasses?" And he said, "Oh, you don't need them. You just got two D." I said, "What? No, I need three D." And he was like, "Hold on, I can switch you." But the one he wanted to switch me to was at two thirty, and I wasn't gonna wait another hour and twenty minutes to see the film. Um, and so right. uh, I went and said it was three hours. Right. Yeah, I went and sat down in the theater and I was like, I guess I'll just watch it in 2D. But this is the review is going to kind of suck because the whole point was to watch it in 3D. And then I was like, oh, wait, I'm in New York City. There's literally another theater across it's the street um, at Times Square anyway. Oh, and wow, so, across the street. <laughs> yeah. That's one good thing about New York City. It, it's massive everywhere. You was like, it don't work here. But somebody's like, bitch, we got it. And it was a 3D showing at 130 and so i just got up and walked right across the street bought my ticket on the fandango did you app those huh did you cancel the other tickets i couldn't it was at the showtime i had to eat that um which is fine because I, okay. I i just feel like this is a movie yet. that for all intents and purposes if we don't review it in 3d then it's almost like not even really reviewing this movie. So I crossed the street and went in right. and uh, started it, watching. It wouldn't, it wouldn't be, it wouldn't give us justice. Yeah. So I started watching the movie and uh, that's how I saw it. Um, but yeah, and uh, my theater, the first theater I was in, none, neither one of them were packed, but I think because I saw it in the afternoon, they weren't empty. They were like 60% full, but not in the area I was sitting um and the amc theater right. seats were not as nice as the regal theater seats so you know if i had i, I think mm-hmm. if i had my druthers of which theater i'm going to in new york it'll probably be regal although i did you know i enjoy seeing my girl say you know heartbreak feels good in a place like this uh when i got the amc so yes <laughs> all right let's go over our I, I i did the salute she she came on stage. I was having myself <laughs> a good time right there. <laughs> I was the only person. I was not take a picture. I was the only person in my row, and I was in front of everybody, and I almost did the salute, but then I didn't want nobody to take no pictures of me and shit. Uh, but uh yes like, look at this weirdo right. in the movie theater saluting. <laughs> <laughs> Let's talk about the movie trailers we saw before the movie um why don't you go over yours and then you know when we overlap i just won't redo mine so uh you can go if you want okay uh the first one was creed three uh we've seen that that. one before so i didn't get that one but oh you didn't get that one yeah creed three was actually really really good i i I think this may have been a longer version i think Mm. i think 
But uh, Creed Three was really, really good. You know, I, I'm going to see that. I'm going to see that in the theater regardless because I seen the first two in the theater and I really like the Creed franchise. Mm -hmm. And you know, with with it being uh, uh, Michael B. Jordan and Kang, I'm definitely gonna be in that bitch. Me mm -hmm. too. Um, the next one I think is 65. The one with Adam Driver. I don't remember. I don't. Oh. I don't know if that's the correct name or not. But yeah, but it's the sci-fi you know trailer. I so I didn't get that trailer in my screening, but we. Well, I, I think I sent it to you. Where it looks like some like Turok mm -hmm. the dinosaur hunter shit. Where he, he from the future, but he stuck in the past with dinosaurs and his daughter and machine guns and shit. It look yeah. It's a great look. Look like some fun sci-fi dumb shit. Yeah, like I said, I don't know if it's called 65, y'all, but that's about the most I can get get from. I was like, 65? Okay, that's what you keep putting in my face. So I apparently it's 65. <laughs> so I, that might be wrong in that name, but, nah, <laughs> but I, I think, was like, okay. Nah, that's, that's right. Six, yeah, that's right, 65. Oh, so 65 is right. Yeah, that's okay. the name. I was like, 65? I was like, that don't sense. I don't like, know if it's 65. No sense, I don't know if they're going to say 65, 65 BC, 65 million BC. I don't know what they're going to say, okay, 65. Okay, or something but... like that. I don't know, but I just I was like, hey, I'm apparently a 65. Mm -hmm. And so uh, the first time you showed to me, I watched it on YouTube through the TV. <clears throat> but uh, this time... Uh, when you showed it, I mean, when I saw it, it was on the movies. It was on the screen, on the on the theater screen, mm -hmm. and the TV didn't do it no justice because yeah. when I said on on the screen, I was like, "Holy shit!" Because like you know, it's bigger. Yeah. You know, you can kind of get a better view of what's happening. I was like, I already was in from from the TV. I was like, "Bitch, I'm really in." Yeah. So I really think that and it's when the people that made the Quiet Place, mm -hmm. like they, I don't know if they made it, but they it's an yeah. association with them. Somebody from that team. So I'll be watching that because I really enjoyed The Quiet Place. Um, yeah. The next one's The Dungeons and Dragons. Okay, I did get that one. Um, trailer. We've, yeah, we've seen it. Okay, a I, few I know times. we've seen that several times. You know, I think, like I said, that looks fun, but it's one of those things where I go, I really might wait to see this on DVD. Okay. Not DVD, no, DVD. Blue streaming, yeah. <laughs> streaming service. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, so I was like, eh. I was like, I'm not sure about that one. Like, I would have to see how the previews for it. Like, if the previews for it come out and they're really great, mm -hmm. I'll go see like a matinee or something like that. But right. this is one of the movies where you're not trying to find it. You kind of pick and choose what you're going to, you know, with COVID, you kind of pick and choose is it going to be worth your time to right. go um, type of things. And so, you know, this is really going to be one of the ones where I'm like, mm, I might wait. Mm -hmm. uh, the next one was Babylon. Yeah, I think we seen that one. I think I no, I w I have never seen this trailer before, but I don't know what you got in your theater. But I got like a fifteen second trailer. It wasn't a full trailer. It was like Babylon. Okay, that's, that's what I'm talking about. It was really short, and it made no sense. Like, what the fuck is this? Yeah. And then it was like next one. I was like, is this a trailer? Is this not? Okay, I seen that too. I wrote it down because it flashed, but I was like, well, you ain't tell me shit, so... Yeah, I have yes. nothing... Yeah, I have nothing to say about that trailer because I didn't understand anything. Me either. Okay, I guess I was not all the one confused. It was like three seconds, and then it was like, Babylon! I was like, I, I, I guess, Babylon, okay. Yeah. And then it just moved on to the next one. And this one, I know I'm gonna fuck it up. Uh, the Christopher Nolan movie, five, four, three, two, one. I don't know what the fuck. I just see numbers and letters. That bitch made no sense. I do not know what it's called. The one about um, the, the about atomic, atomic bomb. bomb. I was, yeah. I think it's called yeah, Oppenheimer like, or something. That name is too long. 
Yeah, I think that name is too long and too complex. So mm-hmm. I was like, I'm not, I'm not gonna remember that one. Yeah, I think it's called Oppenheimer. I don't so, think it has any numbers in it. Just, just Oppenheimer. Okay, yeah, because it kept throwing numbers across the screen. I was like, just what, what the fuck is this? Yeah. And I was like, okay, okay. Then I, I, I've seen it, but not really seen it like <laughs> in the trailer type of thing. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Like, I'm up in the air. I probably yeah. won't go see it. I'm not even gonna lie. It yeah. does not look interesting. Nolan's kind of been on a down. No Nolan's kind of been on a down streak for me, to be honest. So, I'm not ex- excited about it. You know, it's just been a while since he's made a movie that really made me be like, okay, this this is movie making. You know, what what else you got? Right. Uh, Shazam two. Mm. Um, oh yeah, we seen that plenty of times. Definitely uh, going to see see that yeah because i really enjoyed shazam one mm-hmm. um and looks like it's looks like they're sticking to their guns as far as the upbeatness and the comedy and things like that so i'm really looking to shazam two uh uh and then after that my screeners started my screeners started going my trailers i'm sorry screeners trailers started going to 3d you know okay. halfway through it's like yeah Put same here glasses on same so here. the rest of these so the rest of these is gonna be in 3d Mm-hmm. And so uh, I seen the Mario movie in 3D, and it actually looked really good in 3D. I know, I think, I think me too. I, I thought the same 3D. thing when I saw it in 3D. And I was like, maybe I'll even go see it in 3D. In three, that's what I said because in not trying funny in 2D is funny, but I was like, oh, this is another Mario type thing. Okay, and I was like, I was like, I'll be interested in it, but it was one of the things I was like, I might can wait to the streams. Yeah, but uh, then I then when I seen it in 3D, it popped. Like I was like, oh, mm-hmm. y'all took the time to actually do this right, like mm-hmm. like correct 3D because the way it showed. I was like, nah, I go watch this shit in 3D. Yeah. I was like, I go, I will actually go to the theater and watch it. It was so bright and pretty and colorful. And, and, they, and the and other everything thing I love about the, I, I was going to say the other thing I like about it too, is that ahead. they use the music from Mario brothers and they use a lot of the stuff from the game. Like you see them playing Mario Kart, you see the flower, like stuff that I think sometimes when they do mm-hmm. these like movie versions of stuff or TV show versions, they kind of <clears throat> run away from the source material. They don't have a license for it. And I love how they just totally dived into what makes it feel like Mario. So I'm actually very excited for this. Yeah, and also you, you, you're like, hey, Nintendo itself made this. Like you can tell Nintendo mm-hmm. made this because they was like, okay, y'all, you can use anything we have at your access. And they was like, for real? They was like, we ain't restricted. They was like, no, you can tell them it's like no restriction. So they was like anything in a video game we can do because mm-hmm. I'm trying to tell y'all uh, for those of you that did, uh, uh, might be too young. I remember going to see. I think I didn't went to the theaters. They went to go see like the very first Mario Brothers movie. That shit was terrible. The very first live action. That shit was horrible. Cause like I just said, it didn't stick to the source material. It didn't make sense. We we're just two plumbers. I thought like, I don't want the fuck to see this. It wasn't bright. It wasn't colorful. This shit flopped. And it was probably one of them things when the city was like, yeah, you can use it, but what you're not going to do is do any of the fun shit that people actually want to see and shit that kids want to enjoy. They was like, you can't do any of that shit. I was like, what the fuck y'all making this movie for then? And so this is like, when I found out, I was like, this is one of the first, and I could see this actually being fun and them actually making a huge franchise out of this one. Mm-hmm. And possibly going into some of the other ones, like maybe Donkey Kong or Yoshi, you know, some of the other ones, like, like, like if they do this one right, um, because I was like, oh, who, I was like, whoever did this cared, if that makes sense. Like they cared about the characters, they cared about the, the, the lore of, 
of what makes Mario Brothers Mario Brothers. And I play a lot of Paper Mario, so it's going to be interesting to see, you know, what movies they implement in it, like, as they go along. Is it just going to be, like, a 3D thing the whole time? Or are they going to pick and poke at the different versions of Mario as he's kind of learning, you know, to be a superhero or whatever it's going to be? So I'm actually looking forward to the Mario Brothers uh, movie. Yeah, me too. And I probably will go see that one. Any more uh, trailers? Yes, I got three more. Yeah, uh, cause you you know you know AMC don't be playing. That's why I was like, mm, let me get my ass. Cause you know me, I'm an early bird anyway. I was like, bitch, I won't be here no 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 three in the afternoon. So I was like, if I'm up, let go. So you know it was like a thirty minutes. So basically the movie didn't start till nine thirty, and so that's what's like, yeah, they gonna have all them previews. So I was like, yep, let me get in here. You know how they AMC do do, do like ten previews. Uh, and so the next one was Little Mermaid. Uh, which is which was good. I don't know me. It was in three D, but know me. The, and it's nothing against Disney. The only live action ones I I enjoy is um the one with uh, uh what is her name Angela. Uh, the, uh what is her name? Live action what? Uh, Disney movies. You know how they reboot. Like I, I didn't go see Beauty and the Beast. Mm. I didn't go see oh none of those. Angela uh, jo- you know Angelina Jolie. Like, yeah, Angelina Jolie, and and they got a three coming out. Now, I'll go see that because yeah, I've Maleficent. actually enjoyed every single one of that particular. Yes, Maleficent. I'll, I've enjoyed every single one of them in that franchise. Mm-hmm. So that's, that's for me, that's the one that kind of holds a place in my heart. Like, I'll go see all of those live action. But I have not seen any of the other live actions. But for those of you that are big into, like, the Disney live action like this, you will probably enjoy it. I just know I wasn't the targeted audience. Did they have any like, you know, of the, me personally. did they have any of the musical songs and stuff in the um, trailer? It's the same one they did online oh, with okay. her swimming and singing. You get that clip of her pulling. So I was thinking it was going to be something, spe- not trying to make funny, special or different. But it was basically what I've already seen. I was like, okay, but then y'all not really doing anything to draw me in. And there's nothing yeah. personal. I know a lot of people going to see it and love it. Black, black Ariel and all that stuff, which is great. But I know I'm just happy not to be the targeted audience for that. Right. The uh, next one was Guardians 3. It's Guardians 3. Yeah. I mean, like, <laughs> you know, right? <laughs> I mean, you you got me at Guardians, and yeah. uh, it looked like it's going to be a little sadder. And uh, Roger had to uh, uh, Roger showed me a YouTube video of the villain. Cause I'm like, who who is this gold man? Like like who is he? Well, he's not <laughs> like, he's not necessarily the like, villain. I, he's not necessarily the villain. Okay, well, he might not be the villain, but I I was trying to figure out who he was. So Roger kind of showed me who he was, you know, and what his purpose and stuff like that is. So I'm really looking forward to see uh, probably n- James Gunn probably will work with Disney again at some point in time. Not trying to be funny, but, you know, one of his last, you know, movies for right now at uh, Disney. And uh, I love James Gunn's work. Still haven't seen Peacemaker yet, uh, but, I, but from the movies, I've enjoyed his work. Yeah, and you should so, check out Peacemaker. Um, really you should check out Peacemaker it. on HBO Max. I think you would really like it. Um, hold on one second. I want to pause it, and it, refresh it, one more time because I keep feeling like it's a delay. Uh, go ahead. What were you saying? 
Um, what was I, oh, I think I told you to check out Peacemaker. That might be the last thing we said. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, and I, all I know is going to say, I've been hearing rave reviews about Peacemaker ever since it come, came out. Everybody has said that they really, really enjoyed it. So uh, probably with this break, I probably may, you know, even if I do it kind of, in, you know, a chunk here, or a chunk there, you know, kind of get through between that and playing video games, I sit down and actually watch it. Um so I'm really uh, looking forward to watching Peacemaker, but uh, yeah, Guardians Three, James Gunn, I'm I'm just in. I really like all his uh, movies. Uh, well, not all his movies. I don't know if he's made anything outside of Guardians, but in the Disney universe, I really enjoyed his Guardians movies. Um, and the last thing is Ant Man in 3D. Nigga is Ant Man Three, of course I'm in. Um, and uh, it actually popped. Like the 3D popped in this mm-hmm. one, and so I'm looking forward to it. I don't know if I go watch it in 3D, mm-hmm. but I but but the 3D actually popped really really good because it's it's quantum. So they probably was like, hey, we might want to invest a little bit in the 3D. It's called the quantum realm or or what a quantum mania mm-hmm. or whatever. I think it's quantum manium, a manium, a mania. Quantum mania. Yeah, you got okay. it. Okay. Right. And so I think with that, uh, they they invested a little bit into it. Uh, but I, I can tell it's kind of like Black Panther. Is is like I don't want to say after 3D, but it probably was not shot in 3D, and so they're just making probably making certain things pop out. But in the theater, it looked really really good. And because like I said, I don't like to waste money in 3Ds. It's non 3D, so I you know I'll, I'll probably just write watching in regular 2D, and probably won't be able to tell the difference. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that was my last trailer. Okay, cool. Yeah, I um I had a lot of the same trailers as you, uh, okay. but I'll go over the ones I had that you didn't mention. Uh, John Wick, um, chapter Ooh, you four. John, you seen the John Wick trailer? Yeah. Um, oh, nigga, let's go. So that you know, of course, it's John Wick. It, um, nigga, I'm it's in. John Wick. Spider Man into the Spider Verse, uh, two. That trailer. Oh, I haven't seen that one either. Yeah, I wish we could. It would have been in the 3D section, but it was good. Um, and it was like the newer trailer that actually showed a little bit more footage, and you got to see Issa Rae's character and stuff like that. Oh, did we um, go see that in 3D when we went to go see the other one? I don't remember to be honest. I don't remember either. Okay. Um, Barbie, which was a short kind of teaser trailer that it was more conceptual i think greta gerwig is directing this um it's starring margot robbie is it live action or cartoon it's live action the beginning is like little girls playing with baby dolls and then they throw the baby doll in the air and it comes back down this barbie and then they spend like 15 seconds that's just like a super cut of all the barbie imagery in the movie um mm. but i will say it looked way better than the concept I, it was in my mind okay so I got to give him credit because I really had very low expectations. And when I saw the, the, that clip, I said, oh, OK, they, they probably made a good movie with like some actual like things at stake. Uh, there's a new Indiana Jones movie coming out and a trailer for it looks fantastic. I was shocked. Uh, OK, I've been hearing about that, but I was like, because uh, that last one was. Mm, yeah, the Chris was trying to get a franchise over the Shia Buff, and that shit fell through and. You know, I who I, you know what? But knowing me, I'm a sucker for Indiana Jones. I think I seen like all them bitches. I had like you know the uh, the uh, the older ones. I probably watched them on on uh, uh, VHS umpteen a million times, and 
So, you know, knowing me and would it be Indiana Jones, you saying it looked good. Even if it's bad, I will probably go see Indiana Jones because I'm a sucker for Harrison Ford and Indiana Jones. Yeah, I'm definitely a sucker because he's one. He's like the original impossible white man. Um, mm-hmm. And also just uh, the it, it, the trailer looked different and like they gave a fuck and had a lot of right. Good the last one you could tell y'all was like y'all was just trying to make a money grab. It was not good. It was so, not rich well. Hopefully it's good and and I like to see it. Um, Transformers Rise of the Beast was another trailer I saw. It was in my 3D section and okay. it looked great. Um, okay, I, I'm into it because it's the same like people that made the Bumblebee movie, and I think that was. Okay, a great, I'll, go, I'll go see it then. Yeah, because uh, yeah, yeah, it's branching uh, off of that and not the old Transformers with Michael Bay. Yeah, Michael Bay is like blow shit up, blow shit. He's like everything can't be blowing up. Yeah, uh, Elemental is a new Pixar movie. Um, okay. And it was a very interesting trailer in that it didn't show you too much of the story or the concepts. Like, it was more about the concept than the story. And it's like a world where elements are humanized. You know, it's like uh, uh, somebody in a hoodie gets on a bus and the bus is full of just like there's a dirt element and it's got plants and there's a wind element and there's a this element, electricity. And then finally... Uh, the person drops their headphones they reach to pick them up and uh, water drops onto their fire hands and it turns out that the person with the headphones was a fire elemental and the person with the uh, the person that tried to help them with their headphones was a water elemental and they both were like hey I'm so and so and I'm so and so and then that's the end of the trailer and it just says elemental so you know it's probably just a quick cute Pixar thing and maybe it looks like they could at least if the trailer is any indication maybe they're trying to delve into like a rom-com type of type of vibe um which i'll be here for i think that's something pixar hasn't really done yet so Mm -mm. um and i feel like the pixar audience and the brand is old enough you can do that now like maybe you felt uncomfortable years ago but Mm -hmm. not anymore you know right particularly with uh is it seeing red I yeah. think that's the name of it. Yeah, mm-hmm. but seeing red and some of the other things that they've come out, it's like, oh, y'all don't have to be so kitty. And that's one thing yeah. about Disney in certain areas. They was like, we don't have to be kitty with everything we make, you know, yeah. because we have adults watching this shit and we don't want to bore the adults to death. So, yeah. you know, if they're going to not try to find it, invest money in the Disney Plus and all this shit, we can't have everything kid oriented and have mm-hmm. the parents just mentally just check out of the shit. Uh, so that's all the trailers. Um, man, we had a, this is gonna be a long episode. We, it's gonna be long as Avatar. Uh, we got a lot of trailers to talk about. It's been a while. Um, let's go ahead and get into this movie review once again. Uh, we spoil things. It's for people that seen it, don't ever plan on seeing it, don't care about spoilers because we definitely uh plan to do so. Um, this movie is the long-awaited sequel to Avatar. Um, that person came up with. 15 years ago 20 years ago i know it's been forever it has it, it really has been um a long ass I time say, were we teenagers when that shit came out i don't know ago, if we, were te- we weren't we weren't teenagers no um <laughs> no not even close but uh we it was uh the the original one um is definitely like older and i mean we uh, oh my god it's just uh it's been so long it's almost like when i remember when it came out and they were talking about making sequels uh 2009 
so 13 years ago okay. and i remember when they were talking about he has a plan to make a whole universe it's gonna be seven movies or whatever and i just remember thinking like this nigga is out of his mind but being like i would watch all those movies and at the same time i didn't think 13 years later we get the first one the first sequel right and and then it got to the point where it was like who asked for this 13 i was like you yeah. have a whole ass audience that was not alive when the first one came out you had to re-release it so people could be like what the fuck is my parents talking about yeah when i see them get hyped by the goddamn avatar yeah and it was a huge hit it made 2.9 billion dollars at the box office setting records that weren't yeah. even broken until like avengers endgame broke them or something right. so, so yeah right um you know uh got pretty uh it was interesting because it got great immediate reviews in the theater and then as time i think time was not that kind to avatar and Mm -hmm. eventually people kind of turned on it became very cynical and just was like it ain't nothing but fur and gully and all this type of shit which you know when the reality is not that funny it didn't make all that money because people didn't like the movie you know yeah i think it made the money just because of the experience because at that time it was like top-notch 3d Mm -hmm. and i know we talked about this before but it was one of those things where he was like this is 3d y'all yeah and then everybody else was like we got 3d too but no it was 2d that they upraised to 3d right and then everybody did that because they could charge more people were like well fuck a 3d and i think because of that that was like well, avatar was whack too it was like no avatar was that whack because it was shot right mm-hmm. the rest of these niggas was trying just trying to make an extra five dollars and then they th- literally drove 3d into the ground because 3d actually didn't start coming back till recently because for a while no movies came out of 3d because people that was like we can't sell them it was like yeah y'all might as well shoot it regular because y'all not actually investing the fucking money and people was like i'm not paying an extra five dollars for some bullshit and i could just watch it in 2d and be just fine well things were coming out in 3d it just wasn't designed for 3d anymore like right you know like and there's there hasn't been a movie that just had the 3d like treatment around it in a long time like piranha 3 double d is probably the last movie not not even being (laughs) funny but i think it might be the last movie i remember being well not even shot in 3d but being promoted as you need to see this in 3d like everything like i've seen other things in 3d but mostly because Mm -hmm. of just the convenience of the time like oh i can only go see this at this time well i guess 3d is what i'm gonna have to watch this in but it's not it has it's been a thing where halfway through the movie you can take the glasses off and you feel like you're not missing anything and avatar Mm -hmm. was not like that um now as far as the synopsis for this movie uh avatar the way of water of course directed by james cameron uh star sam worthington and zoe zaldana and sigourney weaver um and it's jake sully lives with his newfound family formed on the extrasolar moon pandora once a familiar threat returns to finish what was previously started jake must work with Nitiri and the army of the navi race to protect their home that's the general synopsis of it um karen let's go ahead and start with what we liked about it give me something you liked i like the fact that it was colorful and that's one thing i remembered about the first one because i didn't go back and rewatch it but i remember it being bright and colorful and i really do like the fact that they stuck with the foundation of the brightness and the colorfulness and the and the rich blueness of the people i like the fact that they stuck to uh that world as far as what's in that world what that world is made of a lot of nature and things like that i think in my opinion i think this time they went further into nature than they did the first time like before it was like okay that's cute but no they actually made they, they made me feel as though okay 
the people are part of nature and nature are part of the people and they are one which is you didn't really get that the first time so i do appreciate that uh a uh, 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 part of it but it was very colorful yeah um definitely back you on that uh the main thing for me right away is just that immersive 3d like it was back it definitely felt different than other 3d has felt over the past few years um it definitely was a you take your glasses off it's gonna look different and you're not gonna be able to make it out movie um i love how he james always incorporates the like um the stuff that happens closer to your face if like for lack of a better term but like so that the action is happening but then there'll be like a bug that flies by your face or something and that little touch actually adds a lot to me you know um when they were like in the jungle and and like bugs and and shit in the environment and pollen and all this stuff it just it makes a huge difference and some Mm -hmm. Um, some of the CGI may feel a little uneven. I'm not, you know, I'm not a big CGI person to tell you like all the ins and outs, but I just know when it hit, like there were just certain scenes where they just wanted it to hit and it just hit. And it just, even when it was light outside, action film, dark, when it was big, when all of it hit and to consider so much of that movie is not there. Um, it's just that is the point of seeing the avatar movie in a the in a theater and uh i definitely got that feeling when i when i watched it uh what else did you like i like uh the importance of family they emphasize a lot on family in this one mm-hmm. uh, because the first one they, they didn't have a family you know they was basically finding each other basically this is that was the origin story of how the parents got together mm-hmm. but they emphasize on family they emphasize how their family grew you know, they basically got a blended family. Some of the children are theirs. Some of the children are, are you know, adopted, you know, and also. Which I makes like, which makes tonal sense because the first movie is about Jake finding family. Like the first movie is like his he's only there to replace his twin brother because he's a genetic la- match. Um, he finds this connection with the navi and their struggle and then he gets accepted with into into the the culture so um it would make sense that this would be the evolution of that first story which is you know family is like chosen and 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 built and who you're around it's not just a like a genetic thing and so it made sense that part of his family was like adopted quote unquote and and whatnot so yeah i'm with you yeah, and also in part of, you know, with them, you know, like they, they emphasize on their hands. That's the one big way you can tell, you know, the difference and if they're kind of mixed with humans and things like that. And, you know, how, you know, one of them was actually born literally outside. Like they were born in the world, but basically was conceived outside of the world, you know. And everybody was like, well, we don't know how she got pregnant. I was like, mm. Then they went back later on and explained it, you know, because at first they was like, well, she got pregnant. I was like, well, something happened. She didn't just get pregnant. Well, you know what, though? I really didn't. Maybe I missed it, but I didn't see how she got pregnant. The um, uh, Sigourney Weaver's avatar got pregnant. Oh, I, and and my thing, I think that uh, she, maybe it's just my quote-unquote hypothesis, mm-hmm. you know, because they was like, we don't know how. So basically, I think that she ended up sleeping with the dude that was in her lab because they was yeah. like, when, when she was watching, when the daughter's watching that film, I think she ended up sleeping with that dude in the lab, got pregnant. And I think somehow 
her being pregnant in the real world made her pregnant, pregnant in, in that the world. Avatar. Yeah, I think. Right. Um, so one of the things I hear about this film is that the first, that the cut that he delivered, or this and who knows, maybe this is a rumor that's just crazy because it sounds crazy, but it also sounds like something James Cameron would do. They said the cut he gave the studio was nine hours. Ain't nobody gonna watch no nine. And hours. they had to cut it down to three hours and, and whatever this was. So like, because he's a madman, but um, maybe that's something they had to sacrifice, like the story of this uh, virgin birth almost. They had to sacrifice mm-hmm. anyway. Um. Uh, you said family. A thing I like was just the richness of the lore of the land. Um, Avatar is one of those worlds where you can almost do like Star Wars or something where you can do like some type of mini documentary feature on just like the wildlife. And in this case, with us getting to see the sea life um, more than we got to see anything from the jungle. Um, and then just the way the ecosystem works and the way that the like culture works and like those whale type creatures that um, the people in the sea kind of developed a close bond with. Um, that kind of stuff was really cool. Um, and I, and I, I really thought, uh, like, I, I like those, those world building, building moments that he puts in his films. Yeah. And, and I can see that. And also, uh, something, and, and I know this might sound silly, but something I did like about, uh, uh, this movie is shout out to the movie theaters. I know here in Charlotte, because it was so long, they had a bunch of timings. So I was able to even to watch at like earlier time, like 9 a.m. Because I know a lot of movie theaters had kind of cut down mm-hmm. on that. Um, yeah, but that don't really have anything to do with this movie, though, Karen. Like, okay, my bad. What do you like about the movie? That's what you my like bad. about AMC I, I like, theaters. I, I like the uh, uh, the kids. Oh, okay, uh, yeah. Uh, you know, they do kids, the kids things, if that mm-hmm. makes it. And so I know the way children are written annoy people but it's like the shit that kids kids do stupid shit kids don't follow directions like yeah in real life you know like they fuck shit up in real life they they do shit and there's consequences to impact the family in real life they don't realize the consequences of their actions and not following directions until shit goes wrong yeah the thing for me with the kids was they all had distinct personalities yes which I thought was interesting because I and maybe that's why you have to spend three hours with them, I guess, because mm-hmm. I definitely would not have cared or picked them up in the course of just a couple hours. But over the by the end of it, I like understood the differences between all of them. Um, mm-hmm. I still don't know their name names because they all have, mm-hmm. you know, the weird avatar names. And I'm sure if I watched it enough, I could get into that. But right. um but you know the son that was kind of precocious and the ba- the quote unquote bad one, the good son that was a warrior and just tried to do the right thing, um, the da- Sigourney Weaver's uh, you know daughter, the, the adopted daughter, and her connection with you know the the spirit of the planet and stuff like, and then of course the little the little baby, um, like it was like they actually all had unique feels to them by the end, and you know I even throw in like the chieftain sons and stuff in there, so like they actually did a good job distinguishing considering none. Of these people are none of these characters are human and they don't have necessarily the demarkers and the demarcation of like race and appearance and clothing to truly separate you just got to be paying attention to a lot of this stuff so yeah i'm with you yeah and, and to kind of feedback on what you said because of the, because of the length you could kind of see the motivations of where they was coming from and why they made some decisions at the end you're like oh okay this is how your true you know, personality is, and, you know, particularly 
with the quote unquote precocious one or the one that always gets in trouble, he understood the chief son, you know, and he was like, hey, like trying to be the man up underneath your dad, like that shit is hard, <laughs> you know, hard at heart, you know, even though you gave me a hard time, like we actually are, I'm more understanding than you think I am. Like I can understand more than you think I do because it's like trying to live up to the expectation is really hard and really high. Mm-hmm. Uh, another thing that worked for me um, was the action. Like uh, top, hands down, James just—they he just makes some of the best action scenes, and they look so fucking cool. I'm like, I, I know people got misgivings with the films and shit, but goddamn man, when he when it's just like a helicopter fighting a fucking pterodactyl with a motherfucker with a bow and arrow on top of it, shooting an arrow through the fucking. They, I mean, that shit looks great, you know, <laughs> even when it's like, you know, the, 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 the fight with the like sea creatures and stuff like that. Um, all that stuff looks amazing. And um, I'm, I was just on the edge of my seat during some of these fight sequences, uh, specifically like when that one fish tried to eat um the youngest son as he was like hot like underwater he couldn't breathe and like it was very intense and reminded me of the first film uh the 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 chase scene with that 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 jaguar like creature so yeah man it, it they really knock stuff like that out of the park in this film the action is amazing again yes and the piggyback on what you was talking about the action yes i like that they made a lot of the sea creatures particularly the larger sea creatures sentient Mm -hmm. And they emphasize on the relationships between the people and these animals. Yeah. And I also uh, like the fact when you were talking about like the end battle, I like the fact that the battle with the with the fish was it more, almost, I'm like, almost more just as intense as the fight with uh, people, you yeah. know, between peoples and uh, 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 the navis. Because, like, you go, oh, these animals are sent. So the animals was doing shit. But you was like, oh, I see what you're doing. I was like, oh, he, I was like, oh, you can make the fuck them up. They just don't even know it yet. Because mm -hmm. they just think you some just, you know, kind of silly, quote, unquote, animal. Mm -hmm. And so you actually cared for the animals. At and, the and, like, the sea creature, the whale things had their own subplot with the outcast whale that they thought had betrayed everybody and shit. Like, it was really good and smart and like deep uh, in a weird way. It's like they, it was, I won't get into the negatives, but yeah, it was just, it was like really, it, it wasn't just a throwaway plot line. It, it actually mm -hmm. meant something to the film. Mm -hmm. uh, anything else for likes? Yes. I also like when you was talking about the water people, I like the fact that we got to see other Navis mm -hmm. that they all wasn't in the woods you know quote unquote or, or, or on the land like we got to see different versions of them and and also the way uh Jane, James had it mm -hmm. set up I was like oh he can go really deep with this because you know it was an island of it was this area that had like hundreds of islands and shit like that I was like oh you know I, I could see it getting to the point where in my opinion, if we get to see the rest of these movies where it's just a huge war against all of the people, against the humans trying to come and just take that shit over, mm -hmm. you know, with them going, hey, y'all, like, if I understand we all separate, but if we don't fight this in unison, we all are going to die. I understand everybody been kind of off doing their own shit, but uh, this ain't going to work because they're literally going to wipe us out one by one by one. Yeah, I think also, um, to piggyback on something I said earlier, but the um lore of 
Pandora is to me so interesting and um there could be a depth here that could be explored in uh, in a bunch of other projects and products and i and i i can see why they've tried to make like they're making a video game and they want a tv series and shit because honestly some of this stuff could be a tv series and a video game and give you all this background on stuff um let's see another thing that i liked um about the film um uh, oh technology um i love the way that they use technology in this like how to upgrade to the you know time has passed and shit has gotten sharper and better (laughs) like the upgrade to the mech suits um and and like it it just i never get it it just did not get old for me watching them move around and like they were on a peloton but it was controlling the big ass mech um and when like they showed up and Edie falco's character is literally like practicing karate on a fucking like uh uh, like with the mech suit on and then drinking coffee with it and shit like it was just like damn this is cool um another thing in technology i mean the way they can do dna memories and stuff um to people that was cool um and so uh yeah i really thought tech was like dope and you know even and even though most of the war tech was felt like it was about the same from the first movie um the 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 other technic technological backups and stuff in there was really cool to me i actually i liked uh the villain and a villain is like basically a whole squad yeah i and was so- worried about that too because i liked him so much in the first film and he i know he's just a grunt you know just a typical military guy but when he died in the first film, I was like, that was the kind of dude you want to see get killed in the end and and be the bad guy. And I said, how are they going to repeat this? Like, And so they literally couldn't think of a better idea, I guess. So they repeated him, but now you got the Navi body. Right. And, I, and not only him, everybody else that was with him, too. Yeah. So I do like the whole squad, and I, and I appreciate, appreciate uh like i said if you've seen the first one he made more sense if you didn't you go okay he's just some grumpy old man that you kind of just jumped in the middle of the movie basically mm-hmm. um but i do appreciate them bringing him back i do appreciate uh him having all the same memories mm-hmm. you know so you go oh okay this is really the same person mm-hmm. you know so basically their i mean their body is somewhere but basically they're dead you know uh, no, 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 they are dead, right, right, because uh, 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 they did that before they even took the mission, okay, right. but we were just seeing the tape, like, years later, you know, uh, after the fact, okay, that makes more sense, because they end up seeing his body later on, like, his physical mm. body, and so, uh, so basically, they did that, it was like, hey, in case something happened to you, we're just gonna, quote-unquote, use your body, or whatever. I mean, use, use your memory and download it into these things, so I, and I appreciate that, because they was able to get away with things, like, not cause, because uh, uh, the Navi people have a great sense of smell, and mm-hmm. so it was like, they smell something, animals, like, everything just go crazy, and they was like, we go to these places, we have, like, 10 minutes, we go in these caves, everything, you know, the people just go crazy, like, we don't know how to get past it, and basically, the only way to get past it is basically get down there and learn the custom of the people and shit and blend in, and so it's going to be interesting to see what happens, uh, because, like I said, this is full movies, that nigga lived, mm-hmm. and so, since he lived, I could literally see him stripping off everything and getting, uh, uh, going, 
rogue, not rogue, but undercover and actually blending in with a tribe and all that shit just to turn back around and fuck him up. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, uh, that, that might be it for my likes. Anything else for likes? Um, when you was talking about the, uh, uh, the in-depth, like the scenes on the faces and Mm -hmm. things like that, I, uh, and this is, I I guess the same thing, but kind of different. I like the fact that emotions, even though they're not real people, you could see emotions on their face really, really good and really, really clear. Uh, and I do appreciate that, you know, when they were scared and angry, particularly with the mom after her son was killed and mm. she wanted to grieve. And and uh, her husband was like, you need to put that shit to the side and, and uh, uh, fight. And when she was down there fucking everybody up and she had that look on her face, I was like, yeah, I don't yeah. think you ain't got. I was, I was looking at myself. You ain't got no business out here because right now you have no compassion for anybody that's a human being right now. Yeah. I was like, this ain't the. And you could tell from her face that you know she was heartbroken and she was hurt and she was angry and she was kind of sad all mixed up in one and i'm not gonna lie that scream that she gave when they when a child died i was like oh i felt bad i was like oh yeah. like like you actually you're hurting like yeah james, james cameron he it's just sad because i i get why people i will get into the negatives the issues people have with the film but i think a lot of this stuff is like only he's able to do it like this Ugly. shit where, where they're putting that that mocap on the face and getting all of that out of it like you know it's it's like him and like disney you know like him and marvel like it's not a big long list of people that's able to get all that out of out of actors and out of the uh technology but yeah that scene Agreed. the action and the emotion and the end of this film where you know, lives on the line and revenge is happening, all that stuff. Uh, yeah, they they nailed that. And so is Aldana. Hats off to her. I think that's the last thing I'll mention for my positives. The cast. I actually thought they had a... He always gets, you know, good actors and stuff. But I actually thought they had a really good cast. And when you got so much CGI and stuff, I think it gets lost, the casting. But uh, Cliff Curtis from Fear the Walking Dead was in this. Kate Winslet um uh cch pounder a Edie falco jermaine clement from uh flight of the concourse was in this like it just had another great like cast of of, of actors and actresses all throughout this so yeah i, I really great. enjoyed that uh anything else i'm sorry for moving to negatives Mm-mm. all right let's get the negatives uh, i'll go first with mine uh this shit was longer than black church i mean it was too long yeah i just i don't they know to, they, they cut that down like i was saying at the beginning mm-hmm. it was one of those things where i'm not trying to be funny y'all i almost was like look this because like, every time i thought about it, i was thinking three hours like my, my mind just was like three hours i was thinking in my head this shit better be great like I, i'm not trying to be funny the only thing I have a tolerance for to watch three hours is Disney Marvel things in the movie theater. Everything else is like, I want to have, wrap this shit up, B. You, your story is not that goddamn important. You know, and I like I have been literally spoiled. Like, that's the only thing that I have the patience to actually sit and watch. Uh, like, for like for three hours and, like, not be looking at the watch, not be looking at the clock, not be wondering, like, anything else. Mentally, after about an hour and a half, hour 45, two if you don't have my undivided attention, I start getting fidgety. I start looking at the clock. I'm like, okay, wrap this shit up, B. And yes, the bitch was too long. Yeah, and it was one of those things where I feel 
him on the fact that he turned in a nine hour cut or whatever because i really think there's a rich world where there's probably nine hours worth of shit to talk about and it's just not but the thing is it's not all germane to this story that you're telling about this family um and you know there's things i do want to see what the fuck is earth like right now why why is earth this this pressed to be fucking with this moon um what does this uh you know the mcguffin this time was um, and it doesn't come up until the third act of the film, which is, seems like a huge oversight. But the the MacGuffin was they take the well creatures and pull like about a gallon of shit from their brain that's basically priceless and it stops human aging. OK, but that should have come up like in act one, you know, yeah. or like that should have been. So like the the things he spent time showing us, like even the welling expedition feels like a weird thing where you either need to take that out or you need to give us more about it like it can't be and there's just several things like that in this film that add to the runtime but don't necessarily add to my satisfaction as a viewer because i just leave with more questions and i know i believe they've already filmed the next film and it comes out in like two years or something and so i know that he knows that we have questions and maybe he's thinking oh yeah the answers will be in that but I don't know. I, I I felt like this the it was too long to leave me with this many questions. Um right. so that was my right. too long. Right. And also it's one of those things where the last about forty five minutes to an hour was great because it was literally all action. Mm. And so it was like if you could could have got us to this quicker and just kind of cut down I'm not trying to be funny, and I really love the interaction with the water people and all that stuff, but it was some of that shit y'all could have just scrapped mm-hmm. and just condensed this to make this a smooth two hours, hour and a half movie. Like, it didn't literally didn't have to be this long. Yeah. Um, anything for more for dislikes for you? Yes. Uh, also, I went to go see it in 3D. I think I might have should have got 3D IMAX. Mm. Uh, because I'm not trying to be funny, like, and, and maybe it was just my theater, because, you know, we normally go to the other theater, and so I think it might have just been because I was in, like, the smaller, the sixth theater, and with the 3D, it was, it was okay, but I remember when, when I first seen it, literally everything popped out the screen, but we was at the other theater, and so I was like, oh, I bet you if I would have seen this in 3D IMAX, everything would have popped out the screen like like it was like bits and pieces popped out the screen yeah but it was nothing like when we seen that trailer that's a good point that's a good point because i didn't see it in 3d imax either i just saw it in 3d and while it was more immersive and better than other 3d i've seen that way it wasn't the same as that imax but the thing is three hour runtime is discouraging me from being like oh i'll just go see it in imax like when it was just two hours or whatever the first one was, I was like, oh, I saw. I think I saw it three times in the theater. But mm-hmm. three, I'm, I'm less inclined to be like, I need to be uh, see this again, you know? Right. And also, all jokes aside, depending on where you stay, a part in the country, guess what? Some some towns don't even have 3D IMAX. Like, you can't get it like that, you know? Yeah, but to- that's not fair. We didn't care about that the first time around. And no, that was, no, that no, was, no, no, no. You know no. what I'm saying? That was 13 years ago. We weren't, like, holding that against the film, right? No, no, no. And I'm not holding against the film. All, all, all I'm saying is, uh, particularly with the time and stuff and the way that they do the 3D IMAX, sometimes it might have been hard to get a timing. 
But yeah, I think that if I would have seen it in 3D IMAX, it would have popped a little bit more. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, you know, and so that and so it's not um quote unquote mark against it, but it's one of those things where I didn't get the same intensity as I did for the first one because it wasn't a true. I, think, I didn't see it in the version it was meant to be shown. In. I think also a lot of time has passed, and Agreed. it's just it's it's impossible to blow you away completely the way it did the first time. I think the first time we just could not even fathom it. And this time it's like, I knew what to expect going in. So I just felt more like, oh, we back as opposed to like, what is this? You know? Right. Um, Another thing for me for the dislikes, I did not like anything with the story of the kid spider. It felt completely wedged in. It felt tonally awkward and weird. It, and and that's di- funny. It, it, it almost, and maybe this is just me, and because I see everything through the lens of race, it was like, was was this child supposed to be black or like the outcast? Like, you know what I'm saying? It's like, was this child po- supposed to be? It was very weird and strange. Like you said, it's almost like they threw him in just almost because it's like the worst elements of nativism and white saviorism and shit that that yes. was in the first film um coming out specifically through this character as well um and the whole like we're adopting him in but he's like the son like that felt almost like some star wars level like convenience where it's like he's the son of the bad guy from the first film and you knew it would come back up but you also they kind of use it as a way to humanize the villain at the end it was just like a very and then he's the one that saves the person that tried to kill his you know adopted family like there were just some yeah there were just some moments in this where he feels so awkward as a character and his motivation seems to be like all over the place and he didn't really make sense and i don't really think he needed to be in this film it felt more mm-hmm. like setting up a sequel especially the part where he watches um the the um 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 when he watches Natiri kill the humans and then he hides from her and it felt like they were trying to set it up to be like some oh he watched that body camera his dad getting killed by her and then he watched her kill these humans with no remorse and he's gonna see she is a monster and he is gonna join the human side or some some weird it just felt very weird to me and i didn't i didn't like it and of course just the way he looked you know the the white boy dreads and the and the that's why i was like was body pain brown, right well i don't think yeah i don't even think you can put a brown person in some shit like that in a james cameron film mm-hmm. people lose their fucking mind but uh but yeah as a character he just didn't do anything for me i did not like him he was just almost a distraction agreed agreed and 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 that kind of piggyback so my thing and i guess somewhat the uh uh the simple storyline like mm-hmm. it was really like a straightforward thing and you know me, you, the way your mind processes things, you can kind of catch on to things a little quicker than me. But some of the stuff I could kind of, not everything, some of the stuff I could kind of see where it was going and not trying to be funny. And, 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 and it's not even a, a shit on my intelligence, but if it's where I can see it, it's too simplistic. And I don't mean that in a bad way. You know, it's like one of those things where I go, oh, this is so simple. You're not really challenging me as a viewing audience. Uh, to actually guess what's coming up next. Um, 
And so uh, I could see some people just watching it and be like, okay, there's there's no there's no depth to this if that makes sense and i know if you probably put all his vision together it's depth is not but it's like for what we i i can only based off of what we saw and like you say little things like that you have uh this connection that you didn't really explain what and like you're saying it's nine hours so i guarantee some of the shit he did made sense if we would have got to watch the whole nine hours but because you had to slice and cut and bit and and tape everything together it didn't make sense. Yeah, and that's unconscionable that he turned that in. Like, that's on him. Like, it's not me as an audience member. Because the studio got to cut that shit down. And, of course, some of it's not going to make sense. You got to make a story that's a lot tighter than that. Or you got to slow it way the fuck down and be like, okay, we only telling this little bit of this story. Because there's too many characters and plot lines that just feel, like, wedged in almost. Um, but, uh, yeah, so another thing, oh, shit, I forgot to mention this in the pauses, but, yeah, the Water Tribe, getting to meet them, mm-hmm. and the stuff that went into, like, how their bodies evolved differently and stuff, I forgot to mention that. That was actually mm-hmm. pretty cool. Um, but, yeah, uh, the other thing I thought they could have left the fuck out of there, the whole welling expedition. Yes. I didn't, it just it didn't pointless. need to be in there. Like, I think they wanted to get to the idea that, they were exploiting this moon for a natural resource and i get that y'all but y'all did that with unobtainium and shit this time y'all got the you know i forget what y'all were calling this shit like amber the 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 thing that you take out of the wells but it, it was just another like it's not going anywhere though like like same thing with unobtainium same thing with the it's not going anywhere in this world like yes it's a MacGuffin and a reason to attack these people and take their land over and shit but when you look at like what was happening on the screen like burning the forest down that has nothing to do with the whales um you know like kicking the navy out of their home um going to war with them and shit the whaling expedition people seem to not even be involved with the military they were just like off on their own doing some shit and they was like low-key like well you just don't mess with certain types of them because those are the sacred ones and we just go off in another area and kill the other ones like it just seemed very weird and and random and there's a lot of coincidences in this story that i guess you know they they think make great storytelling but they just felt like forced moments to me and go back to what you said at the beginning which is it's a very simple story and it felt like maybe he wanted to complicate it or make it more like more depth to it. But instead it just kind of made it feel like it was all over the place. Agreed. Agreed. And uh, I want to go back and add another positive when I was uh, talking about the villain. Mm-hmm. Uh, one thing about that dude. And I, I like the fact that they kept the essence of that character alive. Mm-hmm. And I like the fact that he was relentless. Even mm-hmm. as a Navi, he was relentless. He mm-hmm. was like, I will come back as many times as I got to come back. Like you will pay. Uh, you, this is basically, this is not the last of me. And yeah. so he was like he's a great he's a great villain and i'm glad they brought him back i i I know some people are gonna be like it's a retread uh i'm glad they brought him back i think it was weird to save him at the end of this one because i think two getting two movies out of that villain is good enough um but i'm sure they got some twist coming for the third one where he's gonna be on their side or some shit you know you know what i really do think that's what's gonna happen maybe like i said this is my quote-unquote educated guess i'm just you know i don't know y'all i hadn't sat down with james but i really do think that (laughs) 
something's gonna happen. He's gonna blend in with the tribe. He's gonna realize the connection to the people and shit like that. And you know, he's gonna you know disassociate or either try to live in both worlds and then yeah. have to make a decision and join their side to yeah. basically fight for the planet. Any uh, more negatives? Uh, 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 the kind of piggyback on what you were saying about Spider. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the things the thing about Spider made no sense, particularly uh, when uh, Spider uh, seen the mom go crazy and was scared of her, but at the same time want to stay with them, mm-hmm. but at the same time they literally forgave him and just allow him to instantly come back without questioning what the fuck you've been doing while you've been gone, how, you know, you know, and shit like it was just like, okay, we're back to normal. And then her slicing them up. And it was like, oh yeah, something happened for her to feel like she had to slice him up. And then and saving the bad guy. In the nine hours. And then saving the bad guy. Like, right. It, I, it just felt like a weird character that doesn't really belong or make any sense but i guess they gonna go somewhere in the third one um the so was that it for your negatives Mm -hmm. the last one i have to say is this any issue you had with the first film and the nativism and the white savior tropes is in this film agreed like this was not james cameron going uh those are some valid critiques and i would like to uh take this time out to reconcile with that or to like he that's the premise of the first one he's like this is gonna be the premise of the franchise this white dude is the savior for Mm -hmm. this group he is their biggest best warrior he is uh you know the the guy that that is the number one on the hit list and um so uh, to me i think that's an issue the film has that won't change for people that didn't like it. I think that's true. And then the other thing I'll say too is it felt weirdly incongruent to watch that character after the first film be like, let me go run on the run with my family from this war. Cause it just felt like something he would not have done or a lesson he would have known better than to do. And that the war was eventually going to come for his, for whoever he was with and they was going to have to fight back. So to take a whole movie and the whole lesson is like, and now I have to learn to fight. That's what the first movie was. <laughs> like, why, why, why are you right. still being? Oh, it's getting real now, you know. Right, and also it would not be surprising if there was something that caused him to regress like that. Like something happened that we didn't get to see. Yeah, that flashback. I mean, like, it, it could be as simple but, as just he has a family now and he feels like he got something to lose. But it's just right. They do but, they do that as a crutch. Yeah. Yeah, but it's just. Uh, I, even with that it's just, it still feels like a loop to the first film of of learning to fight back and that the the bad guys are you know the military and all that shit mm-hmm. agreed um because the whole thing was like we gotta fight for pandora and it's just, i don't know it's very weird but uh mm-hmm. all right let's rate it zero to five what would you give it i give it a three yeah i give it a i'm gonna cheat and give it two two scores so i can see that um as a movie that you just see on streaming sometime it's probably like a two one or two like it's low it's just not it's just not it's not the most clever smartest movie it's got a lot of holes it's you may like it better streaming because you can pause it and come back later that would be dope Mm -hmm. but as a as a as a just a visual feat of technology I mean, he did it again. You know, it's just it. it nobody else is gonna put nothing out that's got this much CGI in it that looked this good. Period. Agreed. Nobody. And it 
honestly make the thing it made me want at the end of this film is i would love to see james cameron do a transformers film just that would be beautiful no human like nut just all just transformers doing shit on cybertron and shit like Oh, that, I bet you could tell a hell of a story. He's one of the only people that can get a budget that allows you to do that because it costs a lot of money. It takes a lot of time. And mm-hmm. this didn't feel rushed. It didn't feel like the CGI was taking huge hits or something where you're like, that scene, they didn't even give a fuck. Like, to me anyway. It And then when it hit, it hit. Like, it was like, mm-hmm. there is nothing that looks better than this on the screen. And mm-hmm. some of these action scenes, especially when they speed up the, like, motion in the camera when they're like when things are happening with kinetic fat fat speed mm-hmm. uh, it just looks great so hops right off off the screen i i agree because uh some of the fight scenes that the mom did at the end when she was fucking people up and i hit two or three people with arrows and just fucking them, i was like oh i was good because like you said all of a sudden it started speeding i was like oh like this is the true nature of them coming out and just fucking everything up mm-hmm. and so you was like oh like you said nobody could have shot that but him yep uh so those are our scores let's get into uh the comments we got a couple comments from a couple of reviews uh one of them uh is black panther we got seven comments for episode 423 black panther wakanda forever um i'm sure y'all had a lot to say about this um sandler agnes says simpler simply a heavy film it wears the nobility that chadwick boseman led with in his appearances as t'challa throughout the mcu Wakanda Forever was painstaking in its grief that was comforting to not just the cast and crew but the audience watching it. At first I was slightly worried 10 minutes in how saccharine it was then having to put the entire film on the backs of Letitia Wright, Angela Bassett, Lupita Nyong'o, Tanuk Herja, uh, Dominique Thorne, Winston Duke, Michaela Cole, and Denai Guerrero was a heavy task and in their own individual ways they handled it like the pros they are. Bassett to me evokes nobility in all of her work and she absolutely was up to the task scene by scene. She not only propels the movie, by extension she even aids right to a degree. Her Queen Ramonda even suffered a noble death. Letitia you you fucked up with the anti-vax religious propaganda but god damn it she murked this role. I have zero problem with her being the Black Panther. Great performance even the inclusion of Killmonger returning to provide an essence of vengeance was a nice touch. Shuri developed throughout this film. I really like Huerta too makes me want to look up his prior work his name or was out here giving people them you done fucked eyes business he was wise as he was vicious it's not perfect and i don't think having martin freeman and julia lewis dreyfus here was that necessary even if you have to push future projects i don't like using the word filler but yeah i think that applied to them they were good i just think they were they weren't that needed i guess we did need more Black Panther for Shuri's character arc. Didn't get enough of that here. I did love the mid credit scene. Forgot to mention the fights didn't disappoint at all. Um, Ryan Coogler just doesn't miss. Even under the immense pressure and grief, that is fo- a focused director uh, who makes everyone perform at, his best, uh, at their best. They were tasked with a heavy toll of making everyone be at their very best. Think, I think it was achieved nicely. The only thing I, I agree with most of the stuff you said. The only thing I'll say is I, I didn't mind Martin Freeman and Julia Lewis-Dreyfus in there because they epitomized the um, backstabbing aggressiveness of the colonizing-ass Americans. And I just don't think you can get that the same from off screen. I just like mm-hmm. just talking about it and just being like, you know how they are. It just didn't hit the same as when she fucking was like, 
what would we do if we had the vibranium and was yeah, she I, yeah. but when and, she and reveals she betrayed him and had been report were uh been um surveilling him the whole time since she he picked up the kimono bracelet like i thought all that stuff was great not just for her being in other projects which is also going to be good but also just for this film the statement really made namor namor's point more um valid when he was criticizing like hey if we need to stick together because they gonna come for you and then they gonna come for us and it's your fault because we got discovered so uh i would push back a little bit on that and also to piggyback on what you were saying um uh angela bass's speech at the beginning when uh she was talking and they basically showed uh them coming and doing their ship Mm -hmm. her betraying was the basically her whole point we know y'all white people out here doing some dirt we know you're doing shit we might not know everything you're doing but y'all doing something so and even the quote-unquote white people you trust you don't know who they're associated with like somebody might may turn on them you know uh and they're actually trying to help you and be good because it's one of the things she didn't say but white people gonna white yeah so it's one of those things where i think that those characters were needed to emphasize on the fact that america is corrupt and not only America, all countries, but America yeah. is corrupt. And like you say, this is going to roll into other things, I think. Yeah, and, and, and overall arching. And ultimately, we didn't see them that long. So that's the other mm-hmm. reason I'm okay with it. Like, I, if they would have took up like 15 to 30 minutes of the film, maybe. But I feel like they took up less than 10. So it's like, right, well, less than you know. 10. But I, I get it. No, you know, everybody's oh, yeah, I got feel their, you now. Yeah, everybody's like, got it's their... Black Panther. Where these white folks come from? I get you, but uh, mm-hmm. they still actually serve the purpose. Uh, Ronan Raphael says, Ryan Coogler and cast did not disappoint me, Nate Moore included. I dressed to the nines and turned up the Crown Wakanda event for all, by four our nerves and even got to chill with Karama Horn before and after the movie, along with Tatiana and DJ Ben Ami. To the movie, I loved it. It was good to see my man, Nate Moore, and that, is, is that dude fine? Um um honestly is he offering i, I can't tell if you say it was good to see my man name more and is that dude oh and is that dude fine okay i see what you're saying brother <laughs> i was like you were saying it's good to see he is that dude <laughs> or uh honestly if he's offering visa and medical procedures i don't mind moving to talacan they living good <laughs> he is fine they living good down there take me as a so at our theater it was straight into the movie it was warming up for trailers and bang i see sherry in the lab i'm thinking to myself what commercial is this then i realized oh shit we straight to the business i appreciate how they handled t'challa my queen mama gone to rest in peace now i laugh when i saw killmonger well played I loved how everyone was shown to handle their grief, anger strategies. Even M'Baku, who seemed to be the com- comedic guy, had some heavy moments. The black men can't shine crowd won't be satisfied. I know. I know. Right. After oh, yeah. watching the movie, I listened to the first episode of Wakanda Forever podcast hosted by Tony Asa Coates. Uh, he interviewed Ryan Coogler. After hearing that interview between them, a lot made extra sense. I loved mm-hmm. all the performances and shall go see the movie again. Wakanda Forever. Great episode as always from you too. Thank you. Yeah, I agree. If you love Black Panther and the Lord, go please go listen to that podcast. I listened to it too, and it 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 was worth the price of admission. And they only did one episode with Ryan Coogler, but next year they're going to actually talk to other cast or the crews and go into more depth about the things around it and things like that. So I think they're going to do a lot with that podcast. I'm looking forward to it. Sean, 
says as someone who grew up with black panther and namor being my favorite comic book characters this movie did an exceptional job of handling these characters also letitia wright was amazing playing an aesthetic genius uh who she is in real life i'm so glad that they didn't do the spiritual awakening thing that she saw when she saw the astro ancestral plane also the interactions between her and riri were so wonderful there was mutual respect and it was nice to see her character with someone of the same intellectual level sorry mm -hmm. banner uh far finally i would have liked to see the opening sequence and the tour of telecon in 3d but the rest of the movie was fine in 2d uh great review although i felt the movie may have been penalized for not living up to the first movie but to be honest 99 percent of movies are not on the same level of black panther yeah you cannot like if your knock on this sequel is it's not as good as the first one it's like okay <laughs> like to yeah, me that's a damn near a perfect time. fuck that's a perfect fucking movie that did not suffer from the fucking main star dying in the middle of you know them trying to make us like get get the fuck out of here what are you talking right. about um I, I mean i still believe that that movie is the greatest comic book movie of all time if not you know what it, like even for the people that like are haters you know like jl covan at the end of the day <laughs> at the end of the day he still probably got it in his top five to ten like it's not crazy to be like yo this movie is that fucking good to me um you know and and to me it is up there on the same par with uh end game uh dark knight um civil war um winter soldier too as a matter of fact but like there's like there's a list of these comic book movies that i'm like these are just fucking great phenomenal movies if someone says black panther 2 is not better than that echelon of movie that's not a knock that's like you know like oh no uh a minus you know what i mean like suck my dick uh cp says hey rod and karen love the review as always i just wanted to add something that stood out to me in both black panther films i did a slavery play the key part in the formation of these two villains is blowing my mind as for a disney movie to show a physical representation with a whip crack in somebody's back is incredible and when you understand why his enemies called him no more i did the weebay gif in the theater when i put it all together yeah that was dope this movie was so impressive from start to finish everybody was acting acting and i can't wait to see what they do with Namor in the future I'm also uh, seeing in real time how diverse stories and casting are increasing new audiences. My wife isn't into this nerd stuff at all, but she came with me to see the movie. She also enjoyed seeing the story of the partition in Miss Marvel. And I showed her the episode of Moon Knight when you learned that his disassociative identity disorder comes from his abusive childhood. And she was amazed. And she was shocked when I told her that Riri Williams would take over the Iron Man uh suit is ironheart one day i'll get her to say she's a fan shout out to disney capitalism take it easy you two you uh, know and and i agree because the thing about this is a lot of people there are a lot of people like that out there they don't follow it's like like i said like comic books and the comic books in real life for the comic book reader i might not give a fuck about the avengers but i like ant-man or i like thor or i like captain america i'll read all that shit Everything else I don't give a fuck about. Like, you can kind of pick and choose. And, like, with Roger's mom, she has not seen any of these movies, but she's seen Black Panther 1. She made sure to go to the movie this was that Black Panther 2. Guess what she's going to be back for? Black Panther 3. She ain't watching none of that other shit. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, and so I could see people going, ooh, Namor, and they might not have anything. And that's the diversity. Sh sh shout out to the mouse from diversity. Because they'll be like, ooh. I don't, I don't know but they was like look at this that was like ooh and so what happens is like that's that's the candy to draw people in and so you know 
it's one of those things where I know people don't like monopolies, but I'm gonna tell you right now, and I'm kind of going with rent right here now, and I'm gonna tell you right now, I wish that uh Disney could buy fucking Sony so that they could actually make a Namor movie, which would fucking kill, and give us like his backstory, like give us more about that dude. And you would see a lot more people like your wife be willing to like this would be their version of Black Panther, you know, to be able to like, oh yeah, I go throw money at this. Um, yeah, I agree with all of that. And um also the other thing I'd say is um uh that shit counts as much as reading comic books and what well, cartoons, all that stuff. So uh yeah, I, CG I, I, I see it, I, I'm sorry, I see this live action comic book reading. Like I said, I don't uh oh I haven't re- read a lot of the comic books, so for me, uh, me and Roger get two different types of feelings sometimes. Uh, my thing is coming from, hey, I'm watching the comic books like a movie. The movie's like a comic book. In some of these stories, Roger has read, and some of these stories, Roger have not read. So his in-depth and his detailing is a little different. But, you know, we both enjoy it the same. Uh, C. Jeter says, man, this was a great ride. All the tributes to Chadwick were beautiful. The silent Marvel opening credits with all Chadwick got me. And the funeral, Lord, I was in those te- there tearing up. But acting like I was adjusting my glasses, I know people around me were like, damn, nigga, just wear contacts. Boy, when Queen Mother <laughs> when Queen Mother read them folks in that, un, uh, that UN meeting, all you heard was, I know that's right. Come on, Queen Mother. Side note, I'm glad I was in the theater with the, mm-hmm, I know that's right. Blacks are not the dress in white and can take cloth and do African dance in the theater, blacks. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I ain't no, nah, I'm not going to send no shots to nobody. <laughs> and whatever kind of blacks y'all want to watch it with, I'm glad you got to see it. Angela Bassett did her thing. Letitia Wright was amazing, despite her off-court activity. <laughs> and Winston Duke is my man. Uh, can I get a short series, a couple of videos in Baku just doing in Baku stuff? Name one was everything I thought he would be. Love the ruthlessness, but it never felt senseless. Like it was extreme, but I can understand trying to protect your people. I really hope that Dr. Doom gets into the M- MCU. Uh, we get the, oh, when he gets in the MCU, we get the Doom War storyline. Although personally, I'm waiting for the horny Namor to start breaking up marriages. Also, I enjoy reading. Uh-huh. I think Sharon did Sharon did have a throwaway line when they first got to the her garage about Stark Tech. Oh, sh- sorry. Uh, Shuri. Okay. Uh, about Stark Tech. Something like, wow, you have Stark Tech or something like that. I love the comparisons between the two cultures and how they have similar goals and how they really humanize them. It would have been easy to paint them at one as savages to convey they were the bad guys. Ryan Cooler did such a good job. The mouse needs to flex that muscle and get that bank and the police to apologize to my mans. They really need to get let him get a bigger project. Uh, he's two for two, especially with the villains. I actually wouldn't mind seeing him tackle Dr. Doom. If somebody don't walk away with the Oscar or two from this film, I'm going to go Will Smith myself on that committee. Thanks for the dope review. But don't hurt nobody. Uh, <laughs> we, we, don't be going up there on stage. Yeah, we definitely don't want that. Um, let's see. We got one last one from Iman. Great review, y'all. Of all the review shows I listened to, I was looking forward to y'all's thoughts the most. I really love this movie, and I think I might see it in 3D next. I saw it in IMAX, but the underwater scene seemed too dark. Yeah, I can hear that. The, um, I'm scared to see it in 3D because you know I don't want to do that much grief all up in my face. You know, I need. <laughs> <laughs> with glasses I need two dimensions of grief. Uh, <laughs> y'all, I'm such a sucker for a fine-ass man in the movie. I really thought Namor was going to suggest an alliance by marriage to Shuri. Yes, there's a speculation that Marvel took out a sex scene between Shuri and Namor. I don't know what the evidence is. I just saw it as right. one of the new rock star video titles and was like, I'm not clicking on that. 
It would have felt weird. Yeah, you know, I was I was hearing that they I don't know about the sexing, but I was hearing that they had wrote some kind of like a love interest and just decided to drop it. And yeah. actually, they didn't need it. I prefer it like mm-hmm. it was because it made more sense. Exactly. And it would have felt weird with her being like his hostage at the same time. I'm glad they avoided mm-hmm. that shit. Like, I agree. It's the kind of thing people, quote unquote, want problematically on Twitter and shit or you like make a joke about. But if it's actually in the movie, people then you have to worry about all the people that that get mad about that kind of stuff, mm-hmm. and it just ruins the fucking film because it comes a knock on your film is like, so she really could not consent because she was his hostage at the time, or just however you do it, you know. It was he he killed her mom, and then they had you know, so you just have to almost stay away from it. I'm glad they didn't fall into that, right. and I would have wanted her to accept like, yes, let's burn the world together, Imperius Rex. He had the most intense look, scary yet charming. I couldn't handle it. I cried twice at the beginning and the end. You could hear sniffling at each moment of silence in my theater. My daughter cried when the queen died. Apparently, a lot of parents said their kids had the same reaction. I agree that I hope we get to see Shuri as Black Panther in more movies. Yeah. Like, that's literally the only thing from this movie I wanted more of. And that's not, like, shitting on the movie. It's just that good. And it's so fun to see the character Black Panther fighting and doing shit on the screen. Mm-hmm. If we get some version and anything else you know because i think they should lean into this roll with shuri as black panther and everything they do now mm-hmm. um and start having her pop up in other shit yeah and yeah. i want to see her in the suit fighting and doing cool shit like th- we can't just stop at she's a black woman superhero enough like no give me what you would have given chadwick you should give her you know because Letitia is you know people keep bringing up her off the field activities but to be frank she apologized she said she was wrong for that shit and if she moving on I'm moving on let's fucking go you know I saw so many people ready to throw her and for the record that's not a me saying that just because she's a black woman I feel that way about all of them. I've been telling y'all about Chris Pratt for years. I don't give a fuck. It's, nope. If he is a conservative, he's the quiet kind and the perfect kind to be Star Lord. Yes. Shut that the fuck up. Filth. Shut the fuck up. Do the movie. And that's all because I when I'm watching that movie, I don't even be thinking about nothing y'all said about that man. Because <laughs> I'll be like, he is good at this. I watched that Christmas special. I said, this yes, is good. Fun. I wasn't sitting oh, up there I like love that. I was, that, and yeah. it made me even more excited about uh uh Guardians, Guardians 3. Three. I was like, oh shit, we gonna pick up where we left off. Let's go. So if if you know, I'm fair and I'm consistent. So if mm-hmm. Sherry is anti-vax and super Jesus up to the floor, if she can just keep that off the timeline, she can do whatever the fuck she want to in her private life. I don't care if she what she's struggling with that's her on her struggle but let's 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 keep the character of shuri separate from just Letitia right okay right i saw so many people ready to throw it to the wind just because we find out about t'challa jr uh thanks for another great review um oh i guess oh yeah ah yeah that was just a weird conversation i'm glad i didn't participate in it i saw a lot of people oh, yeah, doing oh, yeah. that I, yeah i don't be getting involved in them yeah. and, and those type of nerds that's that's them nerd debates and it wouldn't be surprising if that's just as that's them um anti uh not anti but uh uh shit ain't got no business you shouldn't have replaced uh chat with people coming out and just thinking of another reason yeah for it just felt like place. a lot of people were fighting a battle that there's really no evidence in the film you need to fight mm-hmm. Cause they were right. fighting basically to say like the they are moving on. She not even gonna get to be Black Panther. I said you have no evidence of that. So why are y'all fighting right. each other? Cause y'all like right. to fight. 
All right, last Agreed. one. Kings, man. I did a review of this solo review. I saw it on HBO Max. Ronan Raphael says, Agreed on the twist. I did not see that coming from miles away. That was the most memorable thing for the movie for me. I couldn't recall the rest of the movie until today. Saw it one time, went to sleep, forgot about it. I would have preferred a third movie to a prequel. I agree. Uh, Sandler Agony says, Saw this nearly a year and uh, ago, and I still maintain Rasputin should have been the true means to an end here. The thrill in the series is more empty than Tyrese's acting depth. Also, oh, no. its attempt at tugging at heartstrings, this is not what the series does, really. I mean, the kid dying midway was an admirable choice, it just didn't lead to much, in my opinion. What started out so promising with Kingsman 1 ended quietly with this unnecessary prequel. Then again, considering it's an old ip relic from fox before big mick dick mickey bought the studio i say good riddance yeah i feel i mean i'm not gonna lie i actually feel kind of bad that um that it wasn't good like i think kingsman had me so excited as a series when it first dropped came out that first one was excellent um the fact that it hasn't really lived up to that is i don't know it's like they had lightning in the bottle and then they tried to make something bigger and honestly between that and just to make a full closed circle loop on this review which is uh now an hour and a half uh <laughs> um we, we coming close to, to, to the avatar average i know but the main thing i wanted to say is like um it avatar and this shows how much more props y'all need to give marvel and y'all need to give star wars and y'all need to get because building an ip and fleshing it out from the ground up is it's hard as hard. fuck. And most of these people get two, three movies in and it's already fucked up. And it's like, don't nobody want to see this shit no more. That shit hard. And and those are sequels that had the money. So they can't even do the like, well, you know, the, we couldn't get the budget. They had the budget and it don't hit the same as these other movie franchises. And, and so, yeah, I'll, I'll close out on that. Karen, any final thoughts before we get out of here? not really that's about it and like you said it's one of those things to where all jokes aside whenever people do this sometimes i don't think that they have a vision and so there was oh shit it hit and then nobody ever really sits sits down and world build from what they already have Mm -hmm. and actually be like okay this is our five-year plan our three-year plan our 10-year plan nobody's thinking that far down the road you almost have to when you're world building and it, it's literally someone's job to actually go through it and, and, and be sure the continuity is right and be sure shit makes sense. Like that is a lot of work. And most people aren't willing to invest the money or the time or have the patience to actually do all that shit to make the shit make sense. And like, let's do a new one. Let's do the same thing we did before and crank it out and pump it out. And nobody's actually really willing to sit down and go, does this make sense? You know, would this character really do this? All these things that I guarantee you, they probably have upteen hours of fucking meetings and emails and, and Microsoft, Microsoft team conferences about just the simple shit like that, that everybody just be like, just make a movie. And then people are like, oh, I don't want to go see the fourth one. Yep. Um, so there you have it. Uh, as always, uh, we'll be reviewing more movies and uh, make sure to check us out. Probably won't get to do a lot of indie reviews this year since I'm in New York and I don't have the time to like sit down with those screeners and stuff, everybody. Um, but um, we still expect to see you know some movies and we'll review what we can while we can. Um, okay. Until then, uh, thanks for listening and peace.